Mark Zane Show podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. So glad you are here. Okay, so is there anything that can just scare the hell out of you more than a stinking hornet's nest? You whip those bastards up, and then all of a sudden, they're, and I, I appreciate the hornet community. Because they actually give you quite a degree of warning. You really got to screw this up to get stung. I've had this happen numerous times, but um, they all like leave the nest. And then they, they're going to do a couple of passes around like uh, a, you know Maverick buzz in the tower. And then they're going to go in and strike. You do have time. I was unwinding a hose. I had to, uh, you know, pull it all out. It sounds very sexual. And then all of a sudden I noticed the uh, air traffic was was picking up. And I was like, wait, huh? Uh, Oh, no. And then I, I get the hell out of there as quickly as possible. And then they all kind of like land again back in the zone. It's uh, this, the, the hose wrapper thing is like, um, like a big piece of plastic that surrounds it. You like close the lid on it. One of those deals was well, ideal for these freaking hornets. So God knows how big this nest is. So now um, in the backyard, I've got all of this hose unwound. And the plan was to take that hose and spray in the backyard, like for weeds, because there's all sorts of shit weeds back there. It's ridiculous. So I'm tired of it looking like that because basically I'm just mowing weeds now. Well, I gotta, so I got this stuff. You attach it to the end of the hose. You spray it on there. The weeds go away. Okay, great. Problem. Uh, the hose is now all over the yard, and I'm not going back there. Fuck that. Uh, so then I'm like, well... This is what you do. You then wait till nightfall. And then all those bastards, they like settle down for the night and they all go over to like the nest and just hang out until the morning. And then they start to get active again. And then you blast them with the spray. So I was like, all right, you bastards, you're going to die. And honest to God, this is ridiculous to me because I actually feel bad when I have to do that. And that is, that's what I've talked to you about. Um, I, I don't, if I'm, um, like above the pool and I'm getting ready to clean it out and I see a couple of little bugs in there that are uh, fighting for their lives before they drown, I will go. I mean, I'm not kidding you a little tiny bug and scoop it out and like, Oh, go on, run away. It's, I am. Oh God. I hate the, uh, fricking sensitivity it's 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 almost too much i need to be more of an uh an asshole to living things that sounds weird uh, aram says you should feel bad about killing them they're outside where else are they supposed to live no i'm with you i'm with you but um part of me wants to just leave it alone but i mean i got p i got my grandkids that hang out there on the on the over that area where the, uh, that hose is stored on the pool deck. And now I, I, I can't have it. Uh, 
the comment, wait, you feel bad about bugs, but we'll cut in a zipper lane? Wait, first of all, that's the right thing to do, stupid ass. Second of all, that that's completely two entirely different things. One is killing something. One is, uh, is trying to keep traffic moving at a normal pace. Shut up. If you're going to make a joke, at least try. Kim writes, my dad will scoop spiders in the house and put them outside. He's afraid the spider family will come back and attack if he kills one. <laughs> I I won't even kill them. If I see a spider in the house, I I don't kill it. No. I leave it alone. Paul says, uh, I'm the same, but somehow I enjoy hunting still. But if it's not in season, I can't kill. No, you're a sick fuck. And and all of you hunters are. I don't, I mean, I understand why hunting is essential. I just don't understand how you can do it. It's a good thing that you psychopaths exist and find joy out of mur- uh, murdering creatures. Uh, I could not do it because, well, I'm better than you. Uh, if if you have a heart and a soul, you don't hunt. You need uh, a scumbags like Paul there to do that shit. And it's a damn good thing that we have uh, lunatics and animals uh, walking amongst us to be able to do the deed of... Um, of hunting, you know, I mean, honestly, if, uh, if, if these pieces of shit weren't out there hunting, you know, the deer would be destroying the farmer's crops. That's what I'm told. Or they'd, uh, or they'd suffer with some type of horrible disease. I don't know. That's just, these are probably all lies that the hunting community tells just so that you can, uh, uh, feel better about what you're doing. But at the end of the day, it, it's fucked up, man. I, what an awful thing. The comment, fuck spiders and hornets. They'll bite sting. You have given the opportunity. Survival of the fittest assholes eat poison. When I was a kid, um, of course, no internet. So you had to go outside and entertain yourself. So the we would search for the largest, 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 sorry, largest uh, spider you could find, put it in a bucket, and then gather up as many, like lift rocks and gather crickets and other bugs and throw them in the bucket. And man, the war that would ensue. Uh, I, I would eventually feel pretty bad about it. Because there was a lot of death and destruction. The spider would kill several of the crickets. But I have talked about this before. The crickets would always overcome the spider by sheer numbers. Uh, This comment, yeah, the factory farm is so much better than hunting for your own food. Yeah, it isn't. It isn't. It's all fucked up. Okay? It is all fucked up. And it's not my fault that I was raised... On chicken and hamburger. 
if my parents had done their job right and made me eat grain and beans, we wouldn't be having this discussion. All right. You know, seriously. So shut up. I love meat. Okay. I am with you. I love it. But it is really disheartening to think how meat is produced. That's why Chris in Minnesota is so uh, such a serial killer. We'll talk to him today on the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. I think he's uh, the guy who has to kill like all the pigs in Minnesota. Chris says, when I was stationed in Texas, we would drop scorpions on top of the fire ant mounds. Awesome fight. Oh, God. All right. Where was I? Um, because when I was spraying a uh, hornet's nest up north at Fear Bunker North, you know, it was it was small and, and the little little guy's like crawling out and he's trying to make the nest for the queen, you know, and and he's not messing with me, but I, I gotta I can't I don't wanna get stung. That's it. You know, done. What was that? Daisy? Oh, okay. Diana just let Daisy in. So uh I'm like, all right, I gotta I gotta take care of this. And then I didn't do anything. So now I got to wait till nightfall again. Uh, or else it's, it, you see, if you spray them during the day, those bastards are out in the field gathering stuff to make the nest bigger. And so they're out in the field and then you spray it and then they come back and they go, what the fuck? Who is that? And then boom, you're going to get stung. So you got to wait till they all come back to the nest to go to bed for the night and then you blast them. A couple uh, couple years ago, there was a enormous, there was an enormous bald-faced hornet's nest in that tree. And uh, I took care of it. I was scared to death, but um, it worked perfectly. Just a couple cans, two on the ground, two in your hands, and you just spray it. When that, when those run out, you pick up the next two. So that's, uh, that's what's up. Now I've got this hose all over the pool deck and I should have sprayed it last night, but I was, uh, I was too busy being in pain. Uh, eight mile run yesterday to, uh, it's weird because on the, uh, on this particular day, when this 16 weeker training program started on this particular day, it started out as like a two mile run as recovery. Now the recovery run is eight miles. Now I know you're thinking, oh, that, that sounds great. And it actually is. It allows me to kind of like just go slow and, uh, and, and that's what you're there. You're doing, you're trying to get stronger, but at the same time, it's still recovery from the day before, which is more intense, but, um, it takes up a lot of time. Now we're getting to the point where I am finishing up, uh, I'm halfway through, like at the end of this week, it'll be, I'll be done with eight weeks of the 16. On this training schedule, which reminds me, it has been way too long since we talked with my pal, Mike Ball, who I am challenging after being destroyed by like 45, 50 minutes last year in the Grand Rapids half marathon. And I'm sure he's strong as hell. I'm probably going to lose again, but 
I'm doing better this year than I was last year. And that isn't saying much because last year was an absolute shit show. He's out peddling Little Debbie snacks, no doubt. I'm probably going to get stood up. Paul says, how do I avoid side cramps? I get terrible side cramps after too much movement. This mic. Uh, you know, I don't know. Are you going too fast? I wish I could help you. I, I haven't had that problem. Look it up online. How to avoid cramps. Uh, Aram is uh, very active. And, uh, and and he woke up today and said, I am going to rub Eric's nose and shit. And uh, every comment I see, that's what he's doing. Thanks. I appreciate that. That's, that's great. Uh, Paul, I think when in doubt, uh, slow down. Do less. Take time to build up to it. That's that's the uh, that's the big thing. Slow down. Do less. Build up more gradually. So welcome into the Eric Zane Show podcast. This is a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. Um, we are fast approaching show number 900. Uh, it won't be long. I won't hit a thousand this year. It'll be in 2023 when I hit 1000 shows, it'll be past the four year mark of doing this, but, uh, yeah, welcome back for the, you folks who are enjoying the show on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. It is time to say goodbye to you. If you want the full show uninterrupted, you must go to twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. Why, Eric? Why do you do that? It's just a better platform. So uh, I like to give it to you on Facebook, Twitter, and uh, YouTube for at least a little bit to maybe get a few of you to sign up on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. Um, Go there, fill out your little username, give yourself a username, and then uh, follow the show. You hit the follow button. And if you want, subscribe as well. When you subscribe, you will see no ads as the show is going on. You'll always get an ad to start, but uh, if you subscribe, and you can subscribe for free with your Amazon Prime account, um, do that. But you got to do it each month. It won't auto do it for you, so you got to do it each month. Uh, or, or if you want, and I, I, I don't really stress this. Uh, if you don't have Amazon prime, you can pay five bucks to subscribe and then you will get no ads. That's just, if you want the show live 8 AM Monday through Friday, I have been doing this for years. Uh, this is, this is where you find it. Um, if you don't want, you don't care if you're like, I don't give a shit about whether I see it live or I get it recorded later on in the day. That's fine too. It's totally free and available for you. Wherever you download podcasts, Eric Zane show podcast, cannot miss it. I got a Patreon, patreon.com slash Eric Zane that helps uh, pay the bills. Uh, if you want more content, totally up to you. There you go. Okay. That's the hard sell about your old pal, Eric Zane. Welcome to this Thursday edition of the show. I say goodbye to the folks on Facebook. Twitter and YouTube. You're great. I appreciate you. Twitter. 
I'm sorry, Twitch and Facebook brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. At Eric Zane Show on Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. And uh, YouTube brought to you by Frank Fuss, My Policy Shop Insurance. Okay, uh, I started watching a new show. As I talked about, I was absolutely overjoyed and thrilled with how Better Call Saul ended. And I've, um, I'm happy because I convinced a couple of you to actually start watching those shows. Uh, Kenny finally got after Breaking Bad. Boy, you have a lot of TV to catch up on. I think I've hooked him on that. As well as Stevie, I got her hooked on Better Call Saul. Okay. Um. So the latest show that I just picked up on is a, is a short run and it is called Hard Knocks. Now I've watched this before. The uh H, the cameras and uh, with HBO they uh, follow a football team during training camp. And then there you go. Um this year my Detroit Lions are in the spotlight. And uh this is great because you know, despite only winning three games last year, I think they had three wins, 13 losses, and a tie. Despite, I think that's the worst part of it, the tie. Um, they started out 0-10. I think, yeah. Yeah, 0-10. And then they went 3-3-1 to finish the year. So the cameras follow the team around training camp. And then the storylines develop. And it's great because this dude, Dan Campbell, is, uh, I, I don't know, man. I, 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 part of me is like, we can't possibly have something good happen if you're a Detroit Lions fan. Again, this, this team hasn't won, has won one playoff game since the 1950s. One. And I remember it. I remember watching it. And um, now I believed in Dan Campbell uh, from the moment he got to Detroit. And despite all the, the shitty season last year, I, I don't know. I um, When they would lose, I just wouldn't get too bummed out about it. I just, whatever, you know. Uh, if they become champions... Super Bowl champions. I, you know, it's, it would almost be traumatic for me to have that happen. I would be so overjoyed. It would cause stress and trauma because I've been following this team since 1980. Stacy. But to see what's going on there on this show is, uh, is really something now. Um, Dan Campbell used to be a, uh, a tight end third round draft pick out of, uh, Texas A&M, uh, a few years in with the new, with the New York giants, Dallas Cowboys, Detroit lions, and finished his career with the saints, uh, started out coaching with the dolphins and uh, you, you know, the dudes, the dude's awesome. Love him. A big Badass guy, and he hires a bunch of former coaches um, 
that you know he thought was, would be a good fit for the Lions. Uh, I shouldn't say former coaches, uh, former players, and one of them in particular is Deuce Staley. Staley was a um, running back for uh, he spent the the best years of his career with the Philadelphia Eagles, and um, just a hilarious dude super intense okay and uh one of the things that they show in hard knocks spoiler alert is the uh is the dynamic uh with him and defensive coach aaron glenn so these two are best buddies but they'll have the offense taking on the defense glenn is the coach of the defense staley is the coach of the running backs and the assistant head coach. So he's like all about offense taking on defense. So this is all in practice. So these two talk so much shit to each other. It's awesome, but they're like best buddies. And it it's great, you know? Um, so audio, check. Video, check. I wish this clip was 10 minutes long. Here you go. He know his own. Ain't no need to even talk about it. Why are you circling me though? I'm sorry. Huh? Why are you circling me? That's what the vultures do. <laughs> they, they just keep circling. <laughs> I truly love him. Yes, love. But I want to f- him up between the lines. I'm going to tell you straight up. Look at those eyes. You know, yeah, he's crazy. He is crazy. Right. Ain't no doubt. You want something, we're going to give you something. Yeah. Well, we're going to take it. We want something, we're going to give you something. Take it. Give it. You want. Take. Let's go, man. Compete. I'll compete him. Now, talk. Stop the screen. Five yard stop route. the screen. Oh, you great. Stop the screen. Five yard route. Great. Stop the screen. You want to talk? I'm happy for you. I'm happy for you. You should be. Yeah, you stop the screen. I ain't heard you hey, all. Now you, you woke up. You forgot to tell him we playing today. You forgot to tell him we playing today. Yeah, y'all had a first one play and now scared. you want to talk. They look scared. They look scared. That is fucking sweet. Holy shit. These guys, these guys would do anything for each other. That is so much fun. Lion's going to let Zane down and he's going to end up washing the embellisher in a G-string for Bill. Why do, why can't you just let me have my fun? Why why, why do you have to sh- why don't you shut up? Jesse. Uh Then there's this moment. Staley is um talking to one of these players about meeting. Hey, when am I going to be able to meet your wife? She said, she, you've been, you've been, you've been bragging about your wife. When can I meet her? And considering how intense he is from the clip I just played, the player who he's talking to, uh, asks Staley a question about concerning this meeting. I love this clip. Check it out. Go. What's good? When we'll be able to meet wifey. She'll be there tomorrow. I'd like I'd like for you to meet her tomorrow, coach. I will stay at the practice tomorrow. You gonna be you're gonna be chilling though? 
was talking to you. <clears throat> I, I, I'm sorry. Say that again. You're gonna be chilling. When you, when, when you beat her. <laughs> As opposed to. I don't even know how to take that. <laughs> I'll tell me what you're talking about. Never mind. No, no. Let's talk about it. Cause I'm trying to. Apparently, you want me to be a certain way. <laughs> I take that back. No, 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 no. That is hilarious. What a what a character. That guy is just he just makes me laugh. Good God. Oh man. Uh the Lions are uh so the dude Aaron Glenn is was a terrific player as a defensive coordinator and uh Staley Mark Brunell. I forget who they all are. And you know what? They might suck this year. They they might suck again. In fact, honestly, six wins or less, maybe seven, which would be a lot more wins than they than they won last year. I I don't you know that would still be a losing season, but uh, you know maybe next year, maybe next. It's we've win, been waiting a long time. The thing I loved about the Lions last year, uh, they. Uh, very seldom did I get the impression that they stopped trying. I watched those games and I got the impression that they, uh, they were working really hard and they didn't give up. And that's, that's pretty much the, the expectation that I have, that I have for these guys. But I'm telling you, if they get hot, if they get hot and they go crazy and have a great year, this state is going to lose its mind. God, would that be fantastic? So I'm just going to temper the enthusiasm. Temper the enthusiasm. I love the show. Hell, I watched it when they had the um, uh, Las Vegas Raiders on. It might have been the Oakland Raiders at the time. I don't know. John Gruden. Um, and... It was great. I mean, the show makes you a fan of a team because you get to see how these people uh, act and, and behave, you know. Um, they had a moment where Aiden Hutchinson, who is the top draft pick for the Lions, they they make the rookies come up and sing, and he sang Billy Jean. Um, I should probably get that clip. Aiden Hutchinson... Billy Jean. Yeah. She was more like a beauty queen in the movie scene. I said, don't mind what you do me. I am the one. People always told me, be careful what you do. Don't 
I love how the players get into it. That to me is my favorite part when they all start singing the chorus with them. People always told me. <laughs> it's like it's like it's gaining momentum. I'm telling you, laughter builds teams. This is great. My favorite. when he started this look at that they're all having a good time that's so sweet um when he started that whole song um he goes hello i'm aiden hutchinson i went to michigan and and i guess you have to give um like you have to announce what your signing bonus was. And so some of these guys are going up there and they're saying, yeah, so-and-so I'm ready to sing. I was drafted in the third round and uh, my signing bonus was a hundred thousand dollars. Yay. A hundred thousand dollars. Hutchinson gets up there and he goes, Hey, you doing? Uh, I'm Aiden Hutchinson. I went to Michigan. I was drafted in the first round and uh, my signing bonus was $23 million. Everybody goes, ah, fuck you. That is so fucking great. <laughs> this 21-year-old dude has $23 million signing bonus. <laughs> uh, all right. Great show. Great, great show. Love that. I just love seeing the whole human side of it. You know, that's that to me is uh, almost better than the football. Uh, speaking of football... Chris in Minnesota uh, was kind enough to create a fantasy football uh, thing, league. Um, And I signed up yesterday. I have never done this before. I think we have our draft coming up in a couple of weeks. It was only open to 20 people. Um, And by the way, two of you, Mike G and uh, who, I mean, I don't know a ton about Mike. But someone I do know a little bit about, Kevin Kuypers, uh, somehow managed to sign up twice. So between those two dopes, they occupied four of the spots available of the 20. I get one, which means uh, there's 15. there was 15 spots left over. They've all filled up now. Uh, so I'm like, how the fuck did you do that? Especially you, Kuypers. Kuypers does he's done fantasy football before i i mean i've never done this and i just it's simple it says click this to sign up so i clicked it it says what's your name eric what's your last name i put all that shit in there and then boom i've got my team kuipers and mike have two teams jesus um so I'm going to talk to Chris. Do we start a whole new league? Do we add teams? I don't know. Uh, because this one was only 20 teams, or do we just leave it that way? I don't know. He's the commissioner, not my decision. I wonder if I can go. 
Oh, for two on phone calls here. He's probably murdering a pig right now as we speak. There's no way he picks us up. Sam the Jew says you can add slots before the... Sorry, Mr. Call. I'll call you back as soon as I can. Everybody's leaving me hanging today. Tyler says he's too busy slicing pig throats. Uh, Tyler, how are you doing? Are you back to work, buddy? Um, because, you know, after the birth of your, of your lovely child, I, I haven't, I haven't seen or, or heard anything. I haven't seen a pic. I don't know. Have you done the big, this is our announcement thing yet. He says, I am back to work and I'm exhausted. The child probably keeping, you think you're exhausted. All you have to do is get the child out of the bassinet and then um, give it to your uh, better half so that the child can have something to eat. Tyler says, lots of pics on my Facebook. Okay. You know, oh my God. Wow, you aren't kidding. What a great group. What a great group. I'm going to brag about uh, Kyler. Okay, look at my man on the day that he got married. Look at her. Holy shit. Look at his wife. She's got a look on her face like, A, I'm the boss, and B, it's time for some sex. All these bros are here. Hot chicks. Okay. Off and running. Awesome. That was the wedding day. Look at this. Grayson Tyler Kerr made his entrance into the world August 3rd. Weighed 7 pounds, 11 ounces. Little fella. Look at him. Oh, my God. He's got... What, what's all this shit on his face? Is that to help with... That's obviously to help with the breathing, right? And then here he is like, hey, how's it going, man? This is a bunch of shit on my face. Hello. Hello, little buddy. Hello, little fella. Look at mom. Look at Michaela. Look at Tyler. It's the last time he's uh, he's, he's going to look refreshed for a long time. Oh, my God. Wow. Spe- oh, hi. Spectacular. Oh, man. Congrats. Congrats. I'm so happy for you. I am so happy for you. That is awesome stuff, man. Doesn't get much better than that. I'll tell you right now. All right. Um, where was I? I feel like the ADHD is running high, which by the way, I just talked to my son, Jim, and um, he's, he starts questioning me not long ago about this whole ADHD thing, which I, well, I, some people would say unfortunately diagnosed with, but no, it's awesome. You guys wish you had this. Um, I'm never bored. Okay, there's always something else that's entertaining me. Uh, my own thoughts, things around me. Can't stay focused on anything. It's just ridiculous. Um, it's almost like the alcohol that I used to drink 26 years ago was, you know, 
almost tempering me to some degree. So when I find out after this long ass test that I take, um, the doc says, yeah, you've, you've got uh, ADHD. What do I do? Nothing. You're 50 years old. It's just, you've adapted. There's nothing to do. I'm just, you just took this test and now I'm telling you, you have it. So run along. Okay. My son calls me up and he starts to talk to me about that. Because I think I, ha- I think I have it. What do you mean you think you have it? I go, well, congratulations. If you do, it's great. He goes, nah, I, I think I, I got to focus more. Now, he's obviously quite a bit younger uh, when he found out. Uh, and he did find out. He did, he did the same test. They go, oh, God, you two are just the same. You're just both full of it. It's just coursing through your, through your veins, the ADHD. Um, so congrats, Jim. But I think he's going to, his, uh, his thought is, oh yeah, I need some medicine. I'm like, I don't know, man. The point Aram makes ADHD can be a source of anxiety for me, small price to pay. I prefer me the way I am. You know, all right. I don't even know how I got on that topic. Oh, because I was talking about how my brain is just going 10 directions today. It's ridiculous. Very common thing to have happen to me. Um, When this show is done, I do the Patreon bonus podcast. That is the second podcast each and every day. No commercials. Just you, me, handful of other people. Very similar to this, but different. And I do that. I do this podcast to tell you about that podcast. To promote that podcast. And I would love if each and every one of you would make a 5 or $10 a month donation through the Patreon. And all the details are at patreon.com slash Eric Zane. And sign up for more content. So if you like this podcast, there's more each and every day. Plus plenty of other things that I do. I do a separate show uh, usually on Thursdays. Like tonight, I'm doing the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. My old radio partner, Ben, and I get together once a uh, once a week and put that show out. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. I suggest trying it out for one month. It's been a couple of weeks since I got someone new on the Patreon. So if you're enjoying the free podcast now and and you're like, well, I'm not signed up for that. And I don't know if I want to. I'm talking to you. I am actually talking to you. The point of the free one is to drive you to the Patreon. Try it out for one month. See if you like it. If not, cancel it. But at least try it out for one month. Put me on like probation. Five bucks a month is all the audio. Ten bucks a month is the audio, the video, and the live streams. Thank you, thank you, thank you. If you are currently signed up or if you signed up in the past, unless if... You are a uh, part of the pack of uh, uh, jackasses and stalkers that turned on me not long ago. The group formerly known as the Zaniacs, they are dead. Thank God that is over. And um, I thought I just saw a comment about when are we going to hear more about that or something like that. Or Oh, it was uh, Maureen wrote, why, why don't you do a former listener cold call? I am not doing that. Under because, well, um, 
honestly, the reason why I'm not doing it is because that would be pretty weird if I'm working with the police to get to the bottom with who's harassing me and sending me unwanted packages in the mail. And then I am, in fact, reaching out to them, to whoever that could be. So that would be bad. And uh, so I'm not doing that until I get more. Well, I don't think I ever should, frankly. Uh, I should probably just leave those assholes alone and let them be miserable. Um, And in the meantime, uh, a couple of you who will remain nameless said, have you heard anything about um, getting new information from the postmaster general? I said, no, I should know more by the end of the week. I don't even know if the county sheriff who is working with the local post office can even access what he needs to access to find out who sent me that package um, without a warrant. And that might happen too. But on the 9th of August at about 4.15 in the afternoon, someone went to the self-service kiosk and paid for postage. It spit, used a card, it spit it out, and they, the asshole put it on the package and mailed it to your old pal Eric Zane. Somebody did that. We're trying to find out who. Now, if the idiot who did it, and I have a, I'm have 99% sure I know who it is, did it the way I think they did it, they did it using their credit or debit card, which that's going to make this a whole lot easier. But if they were smart, they would have purchased a prepaid card. That's going to be harder to uh, track down. In fact, it won't be able to track down. But, but... This is one of those machines that says, smile, you're on camera. So I don't know. We're still trying to get to the bottom of this. Obviously, I'm revealing more than I revealed to you last time I spoke about it. But I I told you that as time passes, I would slowly deal you in. But um, that's kind of what's going on. The open and the live stream of this show is brought to you by Berlin Raceway. We have racing this weekend at Berlin. I will be there. So I want you to get tickets online, berlinraceway.com for just 12 bucks. Bring a pack of people and come see me. I'll be hanging out just below where the guy who waves the flag is enjoying the races. I love the races. You will too if you've never been there. Berlinraceway.com. Buy the tickets. And uh, when you buy them online for just 12 bucks, um, well, that's the cheapest way to get them. If you get them at the gate, they're more expensive. So make sure you buy them online, berlinraceway.com. Under 15, free. Parking, free. And uh, you can bring in a cooler, which is great. 12 by 18 or smaller. And they do measure. They have like a a spot. You have to put your cooler into it. And if it doesn't fit, you, you can't bring it in, which would be a bummer. 12 by 18 or smaller, you can fill it full of all the snacks you want, all the soft drinks you want, no glass. So my point in telling you all the things you can do that are just cost effective uh, and saving, this is saving money. This is the most affordable family fun you will have. And just seeing all these people on the track, hardworking men and women who work 40, 50 hours, 50, 60 hours a week in their jobs, and then they also work on their cars and bring them to the track for us to enjoy the races. 
That is awesome. Those are local celebrities, and they should have uh, packed stands cheering them on. It's a great time. It's also a great merch shop. You got a band playing underneath the grandstand. It's, it's a hell of a time. It is a NASCAR home track, Berlin Raceway. Okay, that's the hard sell. Go get tickets. Oh, and by the way, I'm giving tickets away. Five packs of tickets online if you go to my Facebook page and like the post on Berlin Raceway, the most recent one. And one of you who wins the tickets is going to win. Um, you're going to be in the pace car before the race starts. And that is awesome. Gary's going to take you around the track. And Gary's like a 70-year-old retiree who just kills it in the pace truck. Pace truck. It's freaking sweet. I've done this before, and you're going to love it. All right. Um, before we continue... Kent County Health Department says, hey, uh, if you need any information on the WIC program, immunizations for the kids getting back to school or immunizations if you're traveling abroad, you need any type of personal health services or if um, you need information about the advantages of breastfeeding your baby, you go to accesskent.com slash health. Thank you so much to the Kent County Health Department for allowing me to talk about the initiatives that they have. And it's not just for the people in Kent County. You, there's a, a trove of information there from uh, about, about all these things. And you don't have to be from Kent County, Michigan to take advantage of them. Uh, just go online to accesskent.com slash health. All right. So, yeah, if you're enjoying the show live, get up a group of people, go to the races, and I will see you there. Uh, Megan says, my kids both have ADHD as well. It's not easy. I had to grow into my ADHD. As a parent, it's very hard. Oh, yeah, but that's, that's the fun shit. That's when they get in trouble. Oh, my God. Back in the day, if you had ADHD, your parents would just scream at you and chase you around the house with a wooden spoon. Nowadays, it's different. They kind of like, you know, and it's a good thing, too, because it's very stressful to beat the shit out of your kids. My mom, my God, I never forget her chasing me around the house. And uh, that was that was just. Very traumatic. Just look out. If you push her too far, she's just going to freak out on you. Uh, Chris says, uh, referring to the group of assholes, leave them alone and move on. Oh, yeah, I want to. But uh, uh, concerning the sending the package to me, uh, someone is going to, as my dad would say, pay the piper, uh, sending me unwanted packages in the mail. I mean, Jesus Christ. Same with uh, Asperger's and autism. These did not exist in the 1980s. Yeah, well, they did. But what we would do is we would just beat the shit out of the people that had them. And we would call them the R word. And that's 100% true. It was either R word or not R word. And the non R words would beat up the R words. And the way we, uh, in the school system... It was, we would take all the ADHD kids, all the Asperger's kids, and all the autism kids, and we'd throw them in with the general population of the school, and then 
the the kids that didn't have that would then uh we'd get out on the uh on the recess field and we'd play two games smear the queer was a big one and then the other one was uh i i'm not even gonna even start to dance around the word we used but uh it was something pile. We would have a a blank pile, and the poor kids with autism and Aspergers would be at the bottom of the blank word pile. And I was, like, on the top of it, even though I was sicko, asshole, ADHD kid. I was all about attacking these vulnerable individuals, and that's how much of an asshole kids uh, an example of how big of an asshole all kids are you just you just do that that's the way we did it and that's how it went nowadays it's much different kyle says suck it and get over it which is why i say that when kids pout about not getting their way (laughs) oh god yeah that's a little different though All right. Just got an urge to make another phone call. I want to talk to people today. I want to talk to lots of people every day. People always told me. Come on, Bill. This would be yet another, this my third failure on phone calls. Maybe if I try to call my own wife. Hello? You know, you're the fourth person I've called today and the first person to pick up. Dear. So I shared with you um, last night the show Hard Knocks. Yeah. Wasn't that fun? It was fun. That's awesome. What was your favorite part? Mine was uh, Aiden Hutchinson singing Billie Jean was one of them. Yeah. That one was my favorite. And then the the two uh, coaches arguing. Uh, that's, yeah. that's Deuce Staley and Aaron Glenn. Yeah, that was. They're very good friends, but they <laughs> were. Yeah, they were just talking so much shit to each other. They were. That was fun. And then everybody, the, while those two go at it, everyone's just standing around them and, and not getting involved as they sit there and beat the hell out of each other. Exactly. And then that one guy that those because they have those new protective helmets that they have to wear over their helmet. Yeah, they're called the guardian helmet. Yeah. And then the one guy goes, it looks like an effing mushroom. <laughs> yeah. Was, yeah. It was fun that they actually chose our team. So that was good. Yeah. It, it, it's something about that. When you see them, when you see how they do it, it just, it just adds a new layer of, of, um, like, like if you like the team, you like them even more. If you didn't like them or didn't care, you suddenly care. Right. 
Well, it's just good that, you know, it seems like everybody forgets about the Lions because they, you know, we don't really have a winning record, so to speak, but it's, it was fun to see that, that. Yeah. That they, I, you know, and I, um, and I don't know if what you see now is any different from any other year. I mean, those other coaches might've been pretty good too. I have no idea in terms of yeah. communicating. I don't know though. That guy, Matt Patricia, remember the, there was a scene where the, uh, the dude's cell phone went off and, uh, and, and, uh, what Dan Campbell was laughing with the reporter for interrupting. I think that if yeah. Matt Patricia had done that, I think Matt Patricia would have thrown the podium at the guy. Yeah, that's what I think too. I told him to leave. Yeah, you know, but but re- respect the process. I remember mm-hmm. Matt Patricia. He he uh he really got mad at a reporter because he wasn't sitting up straight. Oh geez. He actually no, said, "I think this guy's yeah. I think Dan Campbell's the real deal. You know, because he likes. I mean, no, but most of the other coaches, the players didn't like very much. I think they really like him." Yeah, I think that they'd go to war for a guy like that. And and they're all everyone who's a coach is a former player. Um they have uh, I guess they said combined 80 NFL seasons all the coaches. Yeah. In 22 what 22 uh no, something more uh training camps or something. Yeah, there's there's tons of experience. Yeah. So uh all right. I don't even know why okay. I, I don't even know why I called you. Probably because I've called three other people today, and they've all no one no one's wants to talk to me. No one wants to speak to me at all. That's not nice. No, no, it's not. Okay, all right. All right. And now wait okay. a second. I have a question for you. Yeah. Your uh, when does school start? Tuesday. I was just communicating that back when I was uh, like ten years old. There was no such thing as autism and Asperger's and ADHD. It was just, uh, well, back then we just referred to kids as R words. Mm-hmm. And it was terrible. And then we'd beat the hell out of them whenever we could. Yeah, that's not nice. Yeah, it isn't. I mean, it's come a long way. It has. Yes, I agree. Because of awesome people like me. Because of awesome people like you. Holy crap. Okay. All right, I love mm-hmm. you. Let me too. Okay, See you bye. later. See ya. Bye. Uh, the comment, the entire Lions organization is trash. I don't think you'd say that if you saw this show. I, I honestly don't think you'd feel that way, whoever you are. I don't like you because of that comment. I want to punch your face. Shut up. All right. Where the hell am I? Oh, my God. This woman, the amount of, uh, okay, she's super tatted up, and she's got an OnlyFans page. So she, uh, obviously, you go to her OnlyFans page, and you watch her nude. Uh, it's It says, woman with... Okay, now she has tattoos all over her body. But now the latest thing she's doing, and I forgot who sent me the story. It might have been Rob. A British OnlyFans star is claiming that um, 
she has the most heavily tattooed vagina in the world with an artist needing five separate sessions to needle her labia. Over the years, Becky Holt, 34, has spent more than $42,000 on a tattoo bodysuit from face to feet. There is video of her with the camera set up in strategic spots so that you can't actually see too much of when she actually got her labia tattooed. Audio. Check. Video. Check. Okay, hang on a second here. There's no sound of this. You know, there is actually. Hang on. I'm going to mute Kyle. Kyle, I'm going to mute you for a second. Watch this. Look at. Mama rack. <laughs> oh no! Oh God! Look at that! Look at he, uh, what, what is this juice here on his hand? Is that what I think it is? Ugh. I don't know, man. <gasps> oh. <laughs> oh no. Okay. What the hell are you doing? Jesus. Let me uh let me bring in Kyle from Dumpster Divers here. We'll talk a little bit more about this in a second. Um Paul said, I bet it stinks. Jesus. Kyle, go ahead and uh, unmute if you could. Just hit you on your screen there. I don't know if you can hear me. Can you? I hope you can hear me. Hey. What's up, buddy? Oh, no. Dude. Ask to unmute. Hey. Hold on a second. I'm going to call him. This will be great. He doesn't know that I muted him. God, are you kidding me? Hello. Hey, I muted you. Go ahead and unmute. Okay. Okay. I, you. I don't know if you could hear me or not. No. It's, oh, it's oh, good. Oh, I got the mic, dude. Okay. All right, you're good. 
It's on Devil Voice. Oh no! Can you not hear me? Wait, did you hang up? <laughs> I can't hear you. It must be talking on the phone too. Oh shit! Every time, <laughs> every time. Months of doing this and still can't hit. The yeah. Yeah. First of all, it's on Devil Voice. Oh shit! Hold on. All right, we're good. Second of all, you 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 obviously cannot hear me through your computer. You can only hear me through your phone. Dude, it's the fucking it's those headphones. I need to get new headphones. Fucking Delta, dude. Are you using the headphones that you get from and turn your phone down cuz it's coming through the mic. Oh shit. Hold Jesus on. Christ. <laughs> are, right, you, are you telling are you telling me you're counting on the headphones you get from Delta Airlines? Yeah, it's those, it's those ones that you gave me, dude. <laughs> oh Jesus. Um well, uh, so that's uh are we going to have to is that how you want to do this today? You want to you want to keep the phone to your ear? Yeah, dude, I guess that's I guess that's the only way because those headphones it just sounds like it's like and so that's why I was like it's, I hope he's not talking to me, dude. <laughs> okay. Well that's that's no problem. How are you? It's good to see you. I'm doing good. Sorry, I had to turn down the level because somebody said rip to our everyone's ears, so I figured it was me. <laughs> uh yeah, I'm actually controlling it to some degree too, but um Yes. Okay. So we once again get off uh, on a terrible foot, a terrible start once again to this segment. It's pretty much par for the course. Uh, everybody expects it these days. How? But everything else is good, huh? Everything else is good. I'm not on the chalk this week, and I got some fucking topics, dude. So I'm coming back strong. Last week was a bit rough, so my apologies. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, what do you what What do you got to start us off, Kyle? Um, so the first thing that I was gonna, uh, wait, oh yeah, guys, fucking Eric Zane. I forgot about the paintball, dude. That's, yeah, are you, bad. are you reading the comments? Don't don't. Cause yeah. re remember there's only like a fraction of the people that give a shit when it's live. So all those people who are writing him quit because I can't even get him to focus. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Well, no, that was that was the first thing I was gonna mention. Though is I fucking forgot about the paintball, dude. And um, but I had not a good reason, really, because um, uh, the reason I forgot to talk about it was because Saturday, um, me and Blue were able to fucking hand just fucking we said hut and handed off Jameson, and we went on had a date night. So we he stayed with the old the old grandparents, the old GPs, and um, so me and Blue got to have. So date night so i was i was not focused and then on sunday we went up north um to uh blue's parents place on the lake or whatever and we had like a little family day up there so i i spaced on it dude. hey don't even worry about it it's it's fine you know it's just paintball i mean my god don't even don't even sweat it okay i want that um so the the other thing i was going to talk about is um you know um <laughs> The moment in your life, did you ever have like moments where like you realize like your parents were turning into their parents and you were just like watching it unfold in front of your fucking eye skis? 
my parents turning into their parents. Yeah. So you're, that would be, uh, well, I, the thing about that is, um, I was very young when my, when the last of my grandparents passed away. Oh, shit. But I've been thinking that I am becoming my dad quite a bit. Right now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I believe it, dude. Um, I'm just, I'll, I'll just give you guys a little, a little, foray into the life of your, your friend your good friend kyle here um so here's the thing my dad right by the way um, your by the way your mic is distorted so if you look at your little soundboard there when you talk it's it's hitting the red when you talk oh uh, so when you do that so you're gonna have to you're gonna have to back off your your it's called the gain the uh the gain okay your your gain is too intense and it's causing you to be distorted you know what I mean? How about now? Is that better? It is better. Okay, good. My bad, guys. It could also be me talking loud as fuck, dude, because I'm in a hallway right now, and so then my ears play tricks on me and just say, talk fucking louder, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't need to, because the mic does the work for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, What the fuck was I just talking Oh, so anyways, um, the parent thing. The reason I want to talk about it is... Um, this first happened to my dad, right? So my fucking grandma, which is my dad's mom, has always been fucking crazy at like restaurants. You know what I mean? Like, just like soup, like a super white person. Like, if anything happens that is like not to her one hundred percent liking, she like flips out and then okay. like make, makes a big deal about it to the to the servers. Well, that's funny. I just talked about this this week about my mother would do that. Oh yeah, and so yeah. It's it's fucking embarrassing if you ask. I feel embarrassed. <laughs> like I used to, when I, I was I was a kid, I was embarrassed that like my grandma would do it, and um, you know, like like a, like a steak comes back and it doesn't look exactly like she's like send send this steak back, make me another one. It's yeah. not how, just embarrassing stuff. Anyways, my dad used to be a fucking true G about it and like would yell at my grandma and be like, "Don't fucking don't do that." Like you yeah. know, they're just. Anyways, now fast forward to 20 fucking 22, dude. And it's actually, this has been happening for like two or three years now. But now my fucking dad is anamorphing into the same fucking character. And I, I can't even go, I can't even go to restaurants with him no more because he fucking flips out. Like he, my dad's thing, which this doesn't make any fucking sense to me. But his thing is he orders a Pepsi, but he wants the ice completely full from top to bottom in the cup, oh. right? Jesus. And so if they bring if they bring the fucking pop and there's all, it's like half filled with ice, he like won't drink it, right? And then he like makes this annoying face and is like <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, no. And then he was like he's like he's like, wow, he's like, you know, that's not there's not enough ice in there. I'm like, fucking dad, dude. <laughs> um so anyways, um he'll sit there and wait, and then like the waitress will come back and he'll, like he, he just like makes this like voice. I can't I can't even mimic it. He's like, but it sounds like he's like a little kid who didn't get what they want. He'd, he'd be like, yeah, well, I guess you know, I, I'm not. They didn't get all the ice, and oh, the would be like, oh, I'm like, I'm so sorry. And he's like, can you just bring me a whole other cup just full of ice? And then so he'll sit there and wait until the fucking lady brings him back a full cup of ice, and then he he can on destiny in ice. <laughs> So it, he's he's a turn he's a total pain in the ass is what he is pain in the ass. So sure. and then when when they come back and he makes that comment like you just did, 
that's all that passive aggressive nonsense. And, and to think that, you know, this is, this is what you're doing and, 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 and all you want to do is just have a good time and, and him doing that, that's going to guarantee that everyone's food is going to get spit on. Oh, for sure. I know it's, and yeah, that's like aside from the embarrassing fact is like, you're like, well, hopefully our fucking experience hasn't shot. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh dude, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Now. So are you, are you like your, your dad used to talk to his dad about that. Are you doing the same to your dad? Are you having a word with him saying, Hey, dad. Oh, oh, for sure. I'm like, I'm like at the table. I'm like, I'm like, dad, I like literally last time we were out, like I like was fed up. I just like looked, I'm like, dad, I'm like, drink the fucking pop. Like, <laughs> Which is like a like a weird thing to say to your dad. I'm like, drink the fucking pop, dad. (laughs) Right, right. He's like, (laughs) my god, that is uh, that that is great. Yep, I I I love that you're experiencing that because that's gonna allow you to have something to park on to laugh about. That that's the type of story that you tell when one day he will pass away and you will tell that story at the funeral and everyone's gonna laugh at it. Exactly. Exactly. I don't mean to bring that up. I don't mean to bring that up, but we're all going to die. We all know that. Oh, oh yeah. I love, I like, I actually love telling people that like when, when anyone's like starts getting way too serious about shit, like I'm always just like, Hey, we're going to be dead soon, dude. <laughs> uh, oh my God. Okay. Hey, by the way, we were thinking about you earlier this week. There was a story about the zipper merge on, on the local news. Did you see that? Oh dude, I, I saw you post that and I was like, these <laughs> motherfuckers, dude. <laughs> Oh shit! Oh my god! Yeah, some guy uh, got zipper merged, and he freaked and and chased the people for twenty miles. Hell yeah, dude! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All right, what else you got, Kyle? So yeah, so the so the dad part that was um that was that's my dad, right? That's the slow transformation that's happened to my dad. But my mom is starting to make her transition into my grandma, which so my grandma died last year. Right. Um, so I think that like when your parents die, like the transformation becomes accelerated. Okay. Like, you know, like they're, they're gone. So you're like, they just start acting like a more. So anyways, um, my grandma used to do this thing where, and <laughs> It was like uh, one of those, like a legacy thing. So like you don't ask fucking questions, I feel like. But like every once in a while, like my mom would either go out and like visit my grandma and then come back and then just like give me socks. But like the socks would be like not in a package. They would just be like, like a bunch of socks, like, like duct taped together or like, uh, like scotch taped like together and like you never knew like where the fuck these socks were coming from or or whatever (laughs) but like it was nice because like me as a dude like i'm not gonna go to the fucking store and buy myself socks so like it was always nice you know what i mean like hey like every once in a while i got myself some new fucking socks i don't know where the fuck these socks came from but i got new socks wait a minute you were you were actually appreciative of the of the poverty socks Oh, oh yeah Socks number one, dude. Yeah, I always hated that. I would get socks from my grandmother, and I was like, God, God. I mean, seriously, what the hell? Uh, but the fact that you're giving good, you you were given Goodwill socks, which probably yeah. had tons of leftover jizz on them. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, that's 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 remarkable. So. Yeah, so like any legacy of my grandma, right? Is just like give you. She'd also give me like uh like up until like a couple of years ago, she'd like 
somehow find those old like handheld games from the 90s that like little kids would play where like the little black dot is like you have to do like right the shitty 90s handheld game. she would like give those to me i'm like where the fuck are you getting these things yeah. but anyways like i said you don't ask questions right but anyways so recently like three weeks ago um my like i opened my drawer and in my drawer was just like a bunch of fucking new socks that had not been there before <laughs> so i turned to blue i'm like like where the fuck did all these socks come from dude <laughs> and she's like she's like yeah your mom gave those to, <laughs> to, to put in there and i was like oh fuck dude and, and then blue's like what and i'm like this is the transformation and she's like what the fuck are you talking about so i had to explain like basically the story that right. i just explained to you I'm right like, i'm like my mom's like just showing up to our house now with random fucking socks yep dude. and you can tell because like these socks are not like stylistically relevant to like today's time no, <laughs> just no. like these random ass fucking socks dude. functional socks but still just you know poverty socks from different walks of life that she picked up at goodwill dude and i'm gonna wear them too dude poverty socks baby <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that is uh that's all true when it comes to our parents we eventually become our parents like if you okay is blue's mother still with us yeah. Okay. One thing is when you're dating, they say that if you ever want to see what your wife is going to look like, if you who this person will look like, you just look at their mother. So yep. if you like, if you were to see Blue's mother, um, way when you first started dating, and you said, okay, well that's what she's going to look like. You have to kind of like because that is true. That is, if you oh, want to sure. see want to see what your future wife is going to look like, look at her mother. Okay, so if someone's dating somebody and uh, and and the, let's say the relationship is just starting out, uh, you want to get a good look at the mom because if she looks like shit, you know that that's what you're going to be sidled with way in the future. So you should probably <laughs> break up with her if she, you know because you know that that's what you're going to be stuck with this gross looking hag. Does that make right. sense? Oh yeah, no, I'm 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 following you on dog. So Blue's mom probably is a babe, right? That's a funny thing you mentioned that, right? So so I've known obviously Blue and her family since like the fucking nineties. So like I've known them forever. So but here's the thing, like growing up like in high school and shit like that, like all of my friends were obsessed with Blue's mom. And this is like at a time when like we would talk and like we weren't like we didn't like know each other. Right, right. Like right. my friends would like they would talk with them and like hang out with them and like all that kind of stuff and uh yeah all my friends were like obsessed with blue's mom so yeah <laughs> yep uh and aram says that isn't true the daughter has a whole other set of dreams uh genes it doesn't matter it doesn't matter i i, I know what you're saying but that is all true you just gotta look at her mom it's 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 cosmic um, all right, we got time left for one more thing. Is there anything else on your mind uh, from Dumpster Divers? Yep, so I fucking um, was, you know me, I'm, I'm always out here looking for like crazy shit going on. Um, but I saw this fucking news article where this fucking dude or lady, I can't remember, I, it, they were in Maine and like some rocket piece or like a piece, no, it's from an airplane, like it like fell and like landed like close like like from this 
guy was like fucking standing there and they just landed next to them. Right. And so whatever, like crazy story. But like what I, of course, like where my Aspergery mind went first was that that dude or lady, because I can't remember what it was. Um, it's going to be a fucking, they're going to be a fucking pain the whole rest of their life. Cause you know that like any fucking party or any like event that that person's at, they're just going to be talking about it fucking 24 seven. You know what I mean? Like can't even hang out with the guy. Like, right. like this, you know, someone's going to be like, Oh, guess what happened to me this weekend? He's like, Oh, I bet it's not going to be as crazy as when I almost got hit by the fucking plane. Dude. You know what I mean? Like the rest of that person's life, they're just going to be bringing it up. So they're going to lose tons of friends. You might, you might've got a news article about yeah, but you're going to lose tons of friends. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. I, I'm, in fact, I'm showing it right now. Um, the audience can see what, what it is that, that actually fell from the sky. And, and, uh, just the simple fact that, I mean, relatively close to hitting the guy. Can you imagine yeah. if that actually happened? If the thing went through your skull, for God's sake? Well, yeah, that would be that would be fucked up. But a good news article, but, like, then the, the dude's just dead or whatever. But, like, now this guy, that's what I'm saying. This guy's just going to be a fucking, the whole rest of his life, he's just going to be, like, talking about it. Like, shut the fuck up, Gerald, or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's a, oh, yeah, I must got fucking smart. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Hey, um, so are you, you said you're not on the road today. Is that right? Yep. Yeah. It's a little bit slower today. Um, so, uh, Willie, well, that's, we, we call Tony Willie cause his last name's Willis. So we just call him Willie. We got names for each other around here, but, um, he's uh, doing most of the stuff. And then, uh, Emilio's out picking up one of our, uh, like roofing contract dumpsters for the other truck. So, but yeah, it's pretty chill today. So give us a fucking call. Guys. Ready to fucking, ready to fucking give you some dumpsters or some junk removal, dude. Kyle, Kyle the uh, the um, ease at which the f word comes flying out of your mouth is is extra. <laughs> it's it's extravagant. Um, have you? Yeah, dude. How it's do you? A, it's just a word. It doesn't yeah. Anything, do you accidentally drop? Because when I first met you, uh, you 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 didn't say it at all. Do you ever do that accidentally when you're with a customer who might be new or doesn't know you? Oh yeah, dude. That's that's the whole dumpster divers revolution, dude. Is we're just like we're gonna fucking just party, dude. We're just gonna <laughs> <laughs> we just keep it like I mean we're professional and all that kind of stuff. But like if somebody's talking to us and they're you can tell they're a cool person, then we're gonna be cool people too, dude. All right. Um... I'm going to check out the website again. I like, I like going there from time to time. Um, the, uh, dumpster divers website, your dumpster rental and junk removal solution. Did you just add new artwork? Yeah. Well, yeah, I changed that. I changed that background picture because so we could, it like improves your SEO and shit like that. You know what I mean? I uh, no. I, what, what does that even mean? SEO? Yeah. So it's like, well, so you know how Google runs the fucking world and stuff like that? Right. So um, you have to, like, update your website every once in a while. That picture is a good way to do that. So then, like, the Google algorithms will, like, does this thing called, like, indexing and spidering and all that kind of shit. And read the web page to make sure that, like, you're still, like, a relevant web web page and, like, you're keeping up on shit like that so then it will rank you higher on really your, like, organic rankings i i had yeah. no idea that you actually sound like you know what you're talking about 
that's that's the beauty of when, when you hang out with good old kyle is like i just like to fuck around most of the time but i know what the fuck i'm talking about okay except for when i talked about those plants the, trying to plant plants on the moon that was that oh, was fucked that up was, on my part great. <laughs> my favorite things um okay uh dumpster divers llc.com reach out to these dumbasses. get a dumpster junk removal demolition all that stuff hell yeah okay well uh very good you have a good day all right buddy uh, I love you. Yeah, man. Talk to you. There you go. Yeah. Kyle from Dumpster Divers. Another train wreck. Getting him on as uh, we were struggling. But what the hell? The question, how does Kyle remove wasps? Great question. Uh, search engine optimization. I can help you with that at Eric Zane Live. Well, I mean, what do you mean? Well, I don't even know what that means. I, I'm, I'm clueless. It's funny that Kyle can't even manage Zoom, and yet he has the ability to explain what he just explained to us in a pretty concise way. It was weird because he goes from sounding like total stoner to, you know, someone who actually knows what the hell he's talking about quite remarkable uh all right i want to go back to tattooed chick in just a second here but before i do that uh i do want to mention that if you want to hire me on cameo i would love that cameo.com slash eric zane just 15 bucks if somebody you know needs to get roasted or perhaps it's uh words of encouragement whatever it may be cameo.com slash eric zane thank you very much also want to mention Blue Frost IT, the managed IT service provider for the Eric Zane Show podcast. If you're small or medium-sized businesses without any type of uh, tech support, uh, you might want to reach out to Blue Frost IT. In the event that anything goes south or you need updates done, uh, the managed IT service provider portion of their business is second to none. Blue Frost IT, 616-285-50. We got comedy in West Michigan, full house comedy venues all over the area, fullhousecomedy.com. Advertise with me, reach out, eric at ericsaintshow.com. I can tell you exactly how it works. Just like the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. If you need a mortgage and you are anywhere in the U.S., doesn't matter where you're listening, there are a few exceptions, South Carolina, Maine, Alaska, and Hawaii, uh, reach out to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505 today. Okay, back to Chick, who's tattooing her labia. God. Um... $42,000 on her tattoo bodysuit. Like I said, only fans out of uh, England. The blonde made sure not to neglect her pubic region. And which one of you said, I bet that stinks? God. It is hideous to me. Why? Why do you have to do that? 
Uh, I think that the the uh, that material on the guy's hand is not it that that's needed to like do the job, I guess. But look at this. This is hideous. She's pretty cute. It's too bad she's destroyed her body, though. Um. In this story, it says uh, almost a month on, it says here the woman's vagina is still swollen and she isn't able to have sex with her partner, Ben. It w- I was in an incredible amount of pain. The fifth and final ink session was back in July. July 5th. Just why? Why do you have to do this? Well, I mean, if you are showing that part of your body on the OnlyFans page, I mean, I guess. We won't be able to be intimate until it's finished healing, which will be difficult for both of us as we have a very active sex life. Holt divulged. Foreplay for him only currently. Despite the sex drought, Holt's bow has managed to find some humor in the situation. When I showed him how swollen it was, he joked and showed me a picture of a Monsters, Inc. character saying my fanny looked like them. That uh, the tattoo lover revealed. Here she is, and she's in some obvious discomfort, but it's kind of hot. That face she's making, I mean, I'm just envisioning, I'm like saying, suspecting, like acting like she's not in any pain that she's actually enjoying it. That actually is pretty great. Jesus. Then there's that foot. As you guys know, I'm all about feet. So that's pretty hot. Holt didn't divulge what design she chose to have permanently plastered onto her labia. How about the fact that at one point in your life, she's going to be really old. I mean, she looks great right now. Her face does. The rest of it looks like hell. I'm sorry, but all those tattoos look like shit. You ruin your body. But when she is old and withered, I mean, that's going to be hideous. What is wrong with people? Um, Holt believes she's one of the only women in the world to have her vaginal folds inked and says admirers have praised her for enduring the painful process. So that is the area, that is the outer vagina, the labia. Um, She needs to, I mean, why stop there? She needs to go in. She needs to go in there and have every, every portion of her vagina uh, inked and then she needs to not stop there and the inside of her uterus needs to have ta- be tattooed that's I mean why stop what's slowing you down okay now out of all the things that I've um, showed you on this of this woman getting her vagina tattooed this is probably the the next thing I'm going to show you is the most shocking. <laughs> Paul writes, they won't be able to tell 
the difference between a bed sore and a Bulbasaur, which I think is a Pokemon. I did not expect this. It's a picture of her with her boyfriend. Talk about a mismatched pair. Look at this drip next to her. Now, again, she would be hot. But because of she has, it looks to be the entire constitution uh, uh, tattooed onto her stupid face because she's got some type of brain damage. This is not hot. That's not attractive at all. Uh, no, I take it back. She's she's actually still pretty attractive, despite the stupid, stupid amount of tattoos she has on her body. But look at what? My God, he doesn't have a bit of ink on him. He looks like the type of guy who, you know, is it, he looks like a counselor or maybe like a uh, uh, an art teacher or something like that. I mean, he, he's a complete dork. That's the guy. That is shocking to me that that's her boyfriend. There's no way they last. What could she possibly see in him? She could get any type of biker bad boy that she wanted. And she's with this, this sap. Jesus. Sarah says they're a hot couple. I don't think so. All right. That's basically all I got for that. Uh, He has money. Biker guys are poor as shit. They are? Well, yeah, that makes sense. Biker guys, biker guys are the guy who spends way too much money that he doesn't have on his motorcycle, uh, buys a stupid costume to wear all the time, and doesn't provide for his family or their needs because he's too busy spending all of his money on his dumbass bike. Okay? That's what biker guy does. The family is in need of health care and food and clothing, but biker guy is busy spending his money on his stupid motorcycle with the two loud pipes and then making videos of him riding his motorcycle with his unkept face. That's, that's what you expect from biker guy. So selfish. Spends it all on a stupid motorcycle while the family is struggling. That is not so veiled in its scope of insult. Jesse says you're forgetting the drugs and the hookers. That too. That too. Uh, Mike Tyson, is he near death? What? Uh, He just said like on a podcast recently that he is near death or he will die soon. Now, when I hear Mike Tyson say that, I don't believe that because hell, it was just like 
a couple of months ago that he got up from that chair uh, from his seat in the airplane and, and, and reached behind him and beat the shit out of that dude. And then just before that, he was in the ring and he was in great, great shape. Oh, wait, I got to add domestic violence charges to the to a biker guy. These are all things that happen to all bikers. Most of them. Uh, all right. Iron Mike Tyson, not so iron. What the hell is going on? People are walking up to him at the airport in Miami, and they're like, oh, champ, hey, can I get a picture? He's in a wheelchair. This is ridiculous. Right after the death comments. So people are walking up to him. They're getting there. By the way, Mike, shave the beard. You're not that old. I mean, Mike can't be any more than like 56, 57 years old. And now he's in a wheelchair with the giant, with the giant uh, white beard. This is a good time to look up any Mike Tyson roast. The one Seth McFarlane gives him is pretty funny. Amanda, I applaud you. Mike. Tyson roasted Seth McFarlane. Mm. Now I've got Mike Tyson roasting Seth McFarlane. Hmm. That's, I think that's the best I can do. And it's not long. You know, during a very dark period in my life, I found inspiration by reading the great epic poet, the Iliad. So see, Seth, you're not the only person that gotten by by taking ideas from Homer. <laughs> the fucking idiot over there. The fucking idiot with the stoolie. Okay. All right. Well, if I must confess, I'm really not a roaster. Of course, you know, everyone, I don't like hurting people. And uh, I'm living, you know, more of a spiritual life now through poetry. And I've written... He's so uncomfortable. (laughs) Well, you know, I've written, you know, many verses in my secret garden. And now I like to share them with a few of you here today. Okay, so this is the Charlie Sheen Rose. Uh, Seth MacFarlane comebacks. All right. Okay. Period in my life, I found inspiration by reading the great epic poet, the Iliad. So see, Seth, you're not the only person that gotten by by taking ideas from Homer. He's a guy who's beaten every opponent he has gone up against except the letter s <laughs> look at you seth you've got the you've got the spray on tan the the waxed eyebrows the the peck implants <laughs> halogen teeth the bleached anus <laughs> the scrotal tuck nipple enlargement taint augmentation But I got to admit, I envy you. You've got boatloads of money, three TV shows, and still 
even with all the work you've had done, you can walk down the street totally unrecognized. <laughs> Charlie, you claim to have tiger blood, but with all the porn stars you've banged, it's, it's probably just Tiger Woods blood, I'm guessing. <laughs> oh, fuck. As you may know, Charlie Sheen is not his birth name. His original Spanish name is Senor Drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding aside though, Carlos Estevez took his dad's name, yes, to gain credibility as an actor. Um, I've seen your films and you don't really act like a Sheen, but you know, with your rap sheet and briefcases of coke, you're, you're definitely acting like a Carlos. <laughs> Charlie went on to star in TV and film, both drama and comedy. He was the star of Hot Shots, which is also what Charlie feels when he takes a piss. <laughs> oh, shit. So now, Charlie is a self-contained unit. He is dependent upon no man and no thing, except crack, jack, crank, meth, lewds, Vicodin, blow, acid, uppers, poppers, E, nitrous, dust, hash, and this one boner medicine from Norway. He's the reason a, a dick with cocaine on it is called a sheenus. Wow. He's still with us, Charlie Sheen. In fact, Charlie just celebrated his 46th birthday. A statement no one thought we would ever hear. Charlie allegedly made a prostitute cry at the Plaza Hotel. I, I want to tell you though, Charlie, I think she's lying. Because I saw the scene where you got arrested in Wall Street. You, you can't even make yourself cry. <laughs> but you know, with all those dangerous jobs shows on TV, like the ones about crab fishing, ice road trucking, why is there no show about the most dangerous job out there, being an escort for Charlie Sheen? How long must we wait for the first season of Deadliest Snatch? I'm ready to oh, see that right shit. Right now. Come on. All right. <clears throat> Very fun. The sheenus. Jesus. All right. Very good. Um, where the hell am I? I don't even know. Oh, I was talking about Tyson. So, people are... People are coming up to him at the airport and they're like, oh my God. And uh, he had um, just recently made these comments um, about dying. And I don't, I, I, I'm shocked at that. Not so much that he'd say it, but that if he really is, there's something wrong with him. I mean, he was, like I said, just in the ring not long ago and he looked terrific. Uh, he looked physically drained, covering his mouth with a towel and using a stick for support. He's got like a cane. Uh, he said he had been suffering from back problems over the last couple of years. Uh, seen roaming around with the cane in New York City, but it seems like things have worsened for him. The concerning thing was how Tyson uncannily predicted this was going to happen to him. On his podcast, which is terrible, called the Hot Boxing. It's basically just Mike Tyson getting stoned and talking about nothing. The former heavyweight champ stated he uh, felt like his time in this world is coming to an end. We're all going to die one day, of course. 
Then when I look in the mirror, I see those little spots on my face. I say, wow, that means my expiration date is coming close really soon, he said. This became even more disheartening as Tyson claimed that humans knew nothing about death. That's death, not knowing nothing. Life is about dying before you die. Life is about dying before you die, said Tyson. Jesus. Philosophical Mike Tyson is a disaster. Uh, I I had the pleasure of talking to him once. It was difficult. Uh, If you listen to the Lost Zane recordings, um... you will, we will stumble upon it at some point. It'll have to be by accident because I don't know what's coming up on the lost Zane recordings because, uh, I, I no longer have the show notes and I don't have enough energy or time to sit through that and, and come up with the show notes. Jesus. I still can't believe that Mike did that. That was, that's way too much time. I'd have been pissed off too. If somebody was wasting that amount of time, Jesus. I would have, no, I better not say it. Better not say it. Ripcord. Uh, absurdity here concerning monkeypox. Some guy in New York City. Uh, and. Ugh. He's like, Doc, uh, hey, I don't feel so good. I've got the, I got a sore. Yeah, it, it's fine. It's no big deal. Just, uh, uh. Take this medicine and go home. Well, his nose fell off. This is okay. If you're triggered by something gross, it's coming. This is, this is bad. So if you're watching, get ready. This is the being described as the worst case of monkey pox. On a person's nose. In three, two, one. Look at this. Holy shit. (laughs) Megan writes, oh my fuck, Eric. Yeah. I'm the, the, the trouble is just beginning for this guy as a, the comment. It's Artie Lang. Let's get into this. 40 year old patient went to his doc after a red spot developed on his nose was assumed to be a sunburn. He was sent home. Within a few days, it began to turn black. The man soon also found the monkeypox sores all over his body, which were particularly severe around his penis and mouth. Oh, my God. If his nose looks like that, can you imagine what the guy's crank looks like? I wonder if that's actually happened. Some, Some dude's crank has actually fallen off. The unnamed man was then tested for monkeypox. Why did it take so long? You'd have thought, my God, here we have, every time you turn around, you hear about monkeypox. I mean, you're you're hearing about it. The guy, it looks like monkeypox. Why would it take so long? Why would you even send the guy home? 
He was given antivirals to combat the virus. While at the hospital, he was also tested for various sexually transmitted illnesses. This is where it gets worse. The doctors said, you have undiagnosed syphilis and HIV that has developed into AIDS. If you're a guy, of course, of course he's got AIDS. If you're the idiot who lets the monkeypox get this far, of course he also has HIV untreated, which has developed into AIDS. Jimmy in Maine says, don't stick your nose up someone's ass. Is that what happened here? Because I know that monkeypox is, you have a lot of people who are having uh, uh, homosexual sex are getting monkeypox. So if the monkeypox is... Okay, now Chris says that's from the syphilis, not the monkeypox. I don't know about that. That isn't what the story says here. It says he's got monkeypox of the nose. How can we in 2022, with all of the advances in science, can someone be so screwed up to let this go like that? For so long. Holy shit. Look at that. Intense. Look at oh, even closer. I think I can even get closer. Oh yes, look at that. You can actually see the crust here. This is a glorious picture. I just want to pick that. I just want to pick that right off. Are you like me? You get the urge to pick shit like this. Oh my god. Chris, I think Chris knows things. It's and he says that's what untreated syphilis does. <laughs> Maureen says she's a picker. Jesse says good thing I ate. Linda says this is way worse than Dr. Pimple Popper. The suggestion maybe he was muff diving and the OnlyFans girl on the early OnlyFans girl who inked up her labia. I guess that's possible. By the way, when was the last time you heard the term muff diving? And is that something that's used in the bedroom? I would think that that's only something you would say as a joke or when it's like locker room talk. Oh yeah, he's muff diving. I don't think you would ever say that in the presence of your significant other. Like, hey, uh, hey, ma, hey, ma, Jesus. Hey, honey, you want me to go down on your muff? Let's go do some muff diving. Why did I say mom there? Hey, mom. Want me- mom, want me to do some muff diving? Amanda says, I say muff all the time. So are you saying that when you hook up with your strange Latino or black men uh, on, on, uh, on, on Tinder that you say, hey, you want to do some muff diving? Do you actually say it like that? Uh, 
Uh, Chris says that was weird. Referring to my mother when talking about muff diving. Yeah, that was bad. Amanda says, oh yeah, absolutely. Hey, yeah, go down on my muff. Jesus. Kenny says a muff makes me think of a big furry bush. Uh, aren't those coming back? Isn't that turning is, you know, they say everything old is new again. Like back in the day, if we looked at like penthouse or playboy, you'd see a huge clump of hair and we'd be like, Oh man, it's so hot. And then that stopped. Is it going back to that now? Is that what people are doing now? Yeah, just let it grow. Big giant muff. I don't know. What the hell am I talking about? Okay. Anyway, uh, back to this guy and his uh, and his horrible diagnosis. So um, he basically has a, a a laundry list of STDs, uh, including AIDS. Jesus. Um, the man's nose, according to this article, began to rot following a monkey pox diagnosis and undiagnosed sexually treated, sexually transmitted infections. Uh, as for the monkey pox, an antiviral was enough to dry out the sores on the skin, which means they were wet. But only partially improved the nose by reducing the swelling. The man's case was so severe because the HIV left him immunocompromised and susceptible to necrosis, the death of body tissue, so his nose fell off. I might have said this was in the U.S. It wasn't. It was in Germany. My God. Uh, the virus has primarily spread through gay and bisexual men and account for about 98% of patients. Although women, children, and heterosexual men are just as likely to become sick if directly exposed to monkeypox. But 98% of patients are gay and bisexual men. So I don't know why I saw a story the other day. Uh, there was like one of these top story. Uh, reducing the stigma of monkeypox. It's not just for the gay men. Well, it seems like, yes, it is. Like 98% of them, 98% of, of patients are gay men. So if you are a gay man and you are going to go out and have, and go get some butt, uh, protect yourself. I mean, I don't even know. Does a, does a condom protect you? I mean, because if you're really ramming the guy, um, you could still somehow get infected. I think, I don't know. I've not partaken in that type of endeavor ever. Uh, Dr. John White, chief medical officer of WebMD, told the New York Post that doctors are still learning about monkeypox, but reassured patients uh, of their worst fears. We haven't known the current outbreak to be fatal, and that's a good thing. This week, gay Texan porn star Silver Steel documented his painful monkeypox symptoms after being diagnosed with the virus several weeks ago. Silver Steel photographed the lesions on his chin area as they developed over time, showing they were at their worst at 11 days after the 
first spot surfaced. It took more than three weeks for symptoms to completely subside. How did this start? Did this start from a gay man having sex with a monkey? And I don't have the patience or the time to look that up right now, but the disease is called monkeypox. So perhaps, holy shit, what is going on with the world? Oh, God. A lot involved with the monkeypox. Okay. Jimmy says the guy with the nose needs Michael Jackson's plastic surgeon. That would probably help. I think you're on to something. Uh, All right. Good news. Your old pal Eric Zane dipped below 173 pounds yesterday. Now, again, I am not trying to lose weight. I am not eating appropriately. Had I been, I would be down to 160 right now. It is only because of the mileage. I'm going to put in over 40 this week running. And uh, that is all part of the effort to try to uh, beat Mike Ball. I give myself a 5% chance. Details coming up about how you can sign up to pick who you think is going to win. If you pick me, you'll win three. If Wait, this is how it goes. You decide who's going to win and by how much time. Closest, you'll win $300. Second closest, $200. Third closest, $100. If you pick, um, if Mike Ball, okay, how did this go? If you pick Mike Ball, that's what you'll win. But if you pick me and I win, Mike Ball will double the prize. That's how sure he is that he is going to be able to win this race. Chris says, why is it so much? I'm only at 30 a week for a marathon. I don't know. Um, my training plan is um, is obviously different than yours. But mine is, um, it, it sounds weird, but mine is um, not a novice plan. I can show it to you, in fact. I think I've shown this before. It's described as high effort training level. I would send this to you. This is if you've completed, and it's only for a half marathon. It's, uh, this is if you've uh, already completed a half marathon and you really want to work on, um, on your speed and it gives you some, a bunch of definitions, uh, and things like that and, and paces and it's all charts and shit like that. And then it starts you with the schedule and this is week one. That's what I was talking about. Uh, day one total rest or 20, 30 minutes at endurance pace. That's slow. That's like two minutes slower than your race pace. 
So this is not a lot of miles at all, but you can see as it goes up week, because I'm on week eight right now. The first workout of the week was the mile repeats. And then you do the eight miles easy. And then you do the half mile. Today's the half mile repeat speed VO two max. This one right here. And then eight miles and then seven miles on Hills. And then the long run is the last thing you do each week, which I think, let's see. Yeah. My long, my longest run for this training is on week 13, 16 miles. I know that's boring, but if you want it, I'll send it to you. All right, uh, Patreon, I'm going to talk about an absurd uh, sentence on a woman in Saudi Arabia. A woman is practicing with her five-year-old to keep him safe in the event of a school shooting. And uh, a baseball player's dad is pissed off. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. I have t-shirts available. I just sold one yesterday. EricZaneShow.com if you want a t-shirt. My Policy Shop Insurance. You need help navigating healthcare.gov or Obamacare? Reach out to my friends at mypolicyshop.com. The website you want to go to, though, is called um, buyinsurancehere.com. That's going to put you on Frank Fuss's radar, and he's going to help you every step of the way when it comes to filling out your application for Obamacare. He will see if you qualify. You can also reach out to him. 616-914-4070. Call or text. He's also the Medicare Advantage Plan expert to help you out every step of the way with everything you need to know for Medicare and Social Security. Heating and cooling. A and E. Heating and cooling. Uh, on the on the Reddit thing that was beating the shit out of me the other day, they somebody said, Zane's a joke. He has to have these sponsors... In order to survive, he's selling oil changes and HVAC repair. And I'm like, yeah, that's kind of how it works, you dumbass. It's the way it out. It's the way it works in radio too. What do you want? Jesus. Joe Martinez, 616-516-8579, A and E, heating and cooling. He is the absolute best. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. 616-532-6600, Irvines.com. That's E-R Vines. Get your vehicle repaired right for scheduled maintenance or if you just suddenly get in the weeds because something falls apart, uh, ERVines.com. Check them out online. Great Google reviews. All, all of my sponsors have great Google reviews, but Irvines is extremely proud of it. They display it prominently at the top of their website. Your asshole of the day. God, I don't know. Not a ton stands out to me. Let's 
see. I have something in mind. But because today is a day where I don't have a lot of choices because I just don't have a lot of assholes that I'm talking about. But somebody has to be the asshole of the day. Chris says the guy whose nose is falling off. What? Why would you? Why, why is he an asshole? The lady who's getting her labia tattooed is the asshole of the day. I don't know if I can go with that either. Eric is the asshole for showing us the nose. No, I warned you. Bullshit. You're the asshole for not looking away. Um, because of his inability to be able to communicate with us in a timely fashion, it's got to be Kyle from Dumpster Divers. Kyle is the asshole of the day. Brought to you by TC Paintball and JM Synthetics. No, the tattoo lady can't be the asshole of the day. Come on. Why, because she gets tattoos? I mean, I wouldn't do it. She's deranged. What do you want? She's got some type of illness. It's meant That is mental illness right there. All right. That is my time on this edition of the Eric Zancho podcast. Kenny says she is labia of the day. All right. There you go. Enjoy the rest of your day if I don't catch you on the Patreon, but God knows I want to. Would one of you cheap bastards sign up on Patreon if you're not there right now? Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. She should be asshole of the day. She made that artist smell her muff. God, you guys are... Hideous. All right. Have a good one. Till next time. Thank you, folks. Bye-bye.